This is key to success. This is key to loyalty. This is key to growing your books. You always, always, always need to be talking about retail, referrals, rebooking, and you need to be speaking about it at the beginning and the middle and at the end. It needs to be a part of your dialogue, a part of your mission, a part of your business, a part of the process to really create and sustain a profitable, growing, thriving business, especially at times like this where things start to look a little bit scary. You know, if you're building your books and you're in the beginning of your career, this is your perfect opportunity for yourself to create the best habits possible. Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. So today I really want to focus our conversation on why slowing down will help you go faster. You know, during this scary time of what's happening in our economy and what's happening in the world with the virus, some businesses are slowing down. However, I believe that we need to just take advantage of this opportunity to reevaluate our life, our business, our teams, and what direction that we want to take our business and reevaluate what we're doing right now and asking ourselves if it is serving us the right way and setting us for up for success of where we want to go in our life. I believe that we need to just take advantage of this opportunity to make a huge impact of what we're doing right now. You know, there's a saying that set that is where your attention goes is where your energy goes. And I feel like this is an opportunity and a time where we do not need to be scared and think scarcity and be fearful, but I think that we need to be wise and take this opportunity to study and focus. You know, Tony Robbins, I love quoting him, but he says, where focus goes, energy flows. And one of his articles, and I'll add this to the link below, I wanted to read this to you because it really moved me. And he says, to get what you really want in life, you need a clear goal that has purpose and meaning behind it. 
Once this is in place, you can focus your energy on the goal and become obsessive about it. And when you learn how to focus your energy, amazing things happen. You get insights that weren't available to you before. You run into people who seem magically put into your path to help you. You overhear conversations or stumble upon resources that further your plan. That's the secret of how energy flows where attention goes. So this moment with the, all the chaos that is going on right now, do not be fearful. Take this time to slow down, to speed up. So I want us to break down our career and break down our life a little bit more and really think about what are we doing right now and is it working? And if it's not working, we need to do something about that. So let's first start with our service, because this is something that we can control. So there's six different areas that I wanted to touch base with about our service. And the first one is our technique. We always need to think about the end results in mind before we begin. And I'm a huge believer that we need to keep it simple, right? The KISS method, keep it simple, sister, right? Less is more. You need to take less sections, maybe use less color, use smarter techniques to make the most impact. Too often, we are overthinking the process, overthinking the technique that we need to do, overthinking how many different colors we could use and try. I think that we are just overthinking it. And it's because this happens because we are so busy. Our minds are racing. We've got this happening and that happening. We're thinking about our guests, the next guest, the guest that we just had. We're thinking about all the different colors, the different opportunities and possibilities that we could create on this, uh, on this client to give her the results that she's looking for. And we're overcomplicating it. This is where mistakes happen. So I think that we need to do less and make a greater impact. And if you are struggling with what techniques to use and how to uh, minimize your sections or how to use less uh, color choices when it comes to doing makeup or less color options for hair color formulas, then I would suggest that you need to take this time to study more and learn different ways that you can approach hair color or approach makeup. The next one I want to talk about is think about your guest experience. You know, I think we're just always speeding up their service. We're thinking about the next guest and what we're going to do for them as opposed to thinking about the person that's already in our chair, the person that's already on the table that we're going to service. We need to plan ahead, you know, arriving to work early, 15 minutes early, look at their books. What have they done in the past? Where can you add value today for their services today? Maybe look at what products they've purchased or conversations that you've had that you've taken notes on and write those things down so you remember for in the future what you can speak about or touch base on. Um, A lot of times for my color clients, I'll write down our future goals of what we're doing. We want to add balayage next time. We want to add some highlight pieces. We want to do, we want to take the base darker. I always want to set them up for goals and something to look forward to because I feel like it creates that relationship with that guest that gets them excited to come back in. And that's what we need to do. We need to create that enthusiasm to their service. 
you know, even if a guest comes in for just a touch-up for myself, nine out of 10 times, I'm upgrading their service to add balayage pieces and retoning and refreshing out their ends, maybe adding a deep conditioning treatment to their service as well. I do not want that guest to come in and just simply get that one service that they uh, initially were coming in for. I want to add value to it. And you can do that too, but you have to just think smart and you have to think about how to really fulfill this guest experience. This is where slowing down is going to help you in the longer run. The next one is our dialogue. There's three things that I think that our focus should always be on when it comes to our dialogue and it comes to our service. I don't care what uh, service in the beauty industry you're doing, but we always need to be talking about retail referrals and rebooking. This is key to success. This is key to loyalty. This is key to growing your books. You always, always, always need to be talking about retail, referrals, rebooking, and you need to be speaking about it at the beginning and the middle and at the end. It needs to be a part of your dialogue, a part of your mission, a part of your business, a part of the process to really create and sustain a profitable, growing, thriving business, especially at times like this where things start to look a little bit scary. You know, if you're building your books and you're in the beginning of your career, this is your perfect opportunity for yourself to create the best habits possible. So if you're struggling with your dialogue, there is so many different articles and podcast that you could be listening to. I have a few that I've done in the past about when to say it and how to say it um, on retail and on referrals and rebooking. But I think bottom line is, is that you just need to take action. You just need to be doing it. And that being said, the next thing about their service is that we need to track and test. We always need to be tracking our numbers because just because you feel like you had a good week is not a, not enough. You know, I felt like I had a pretty good week because I worked a ton of hours, but does my numbers show that it was a successful week? You know, I think that it's it's time that we set aside those emotions and really get that report card of how are we doing? Did we really talk about retail? If we did, then those numbers would be high. What about rebooking? Just we need to create that percentage of how many people are rebooking. You know, we should be at least our goal should be at least 75% of those clients booking. Yes, we get it. Not everybody's going to rebook, but at least you need to be having that conversation and getting your clients comfortable and used to them getting back in your books. And sometimes what I'll do for my clients who I know that they stretch out their haircuts, stretch out their colors, um, what I like to do is I'll rebook them a bang trim or some type of small service that is a good reminder that my system will send them out a text message, an email, telling them that they have a bang trim. And it's a good reminder for them that they need to make an appointment or it's a good reminder for me that I need to reach out to them and say, you know, hey, it's been six weeks, you're due at eight weeks, so let's get you in the books in, in two weeks. So it gives them a little bit of time to figure out their calendar so they can get on their get on your books. So tracking and testing is super huge because this is going to allow you to 
see and know that things are working for you or maybe they're not working for you. If your numbers are constantly low during your tracking of the retail referrals and rebooking, then you got to switch something up. You got to switch up your dialogue and that's where testing comes in. So what I would suggest is maybe try out a certain dialogue, you know, for retail, for instance, if you're always asking your guest how are you doing on shampoo and conditioner? Or maybe you say something like, do you need any shampoo and conditioner? If that is your dialogue that you're always using and the majority of time you're always hearing no and you're not selling and your tracking sheet says zero, then that's probably not the right dialogue that is working for you. Now it may work for some, who knows, you know, if you've got uh, quite the charming personality, maybe even an accent, maybe it works for you. Um, so that dialogue does not work for me. I need to be a little bit more assertive, um, slightly aggressive, and you have to be okay with that because it does show confidence. It shows that you're confident in your products and that you believe in them and that you know that they're going to work for your clients to help them with their skin or their hair or whatever service that they came in to the salon or spa to receive, you believe, fully believe that those products are going to work for them. And if they don't use it, it's not going to uh, be the insurance of taking care of their skin or their hair at home. So being a little bit more aggressive with your dialogue and testing that out, I I think that is a-okay. I don't, you know, there's definitely a way to be tactful about it. You know, I never want to completely uh, diss the products that they're using at home. I don't want to make them feel embarrassed or feel bad for what they're using, but I do want them to understand the importance of the products and um, testing out how I'm saying it and when I'm saying it. And the more I'm hearing my yeses, the more it gives me the affirmations and the, the confidence of, okay, this is working. So constantly be testing this out. Same thing with your referrals. You know, are you asking for referrals at the beginning of your conversation or the end of the conversation? And how do you go about asking it? Are you sending them home with three cards? Do you have an app that you're currently using? Um, my salon, we just are testing out a new app. So I will definitely keep you guys posted if it's a, a win for us or if it's a miss. And, and that's something that's so great about this testing is that you have to take this time. If you're slowing down in business, this is how you get faster. Because what is the point of going super fast and doing everything all wrong? You know, this is, you know, I've said this before in podcasts, but oftentimes when I go to beauty schools and I talk to them about what's your next step, what do you guys want to do after this? Once you get your license, what are you going to do? And I, <laughs> so many of them are just wanting to go to salons that have a lot of um, foot traffic, like walk-in services, because their whole goal and mission is, I want to get really fast. And I just don't get it. You want to get fast doing terrible haircuts, doing really crappy makeup, it, it makes zero sense to me. That's not going to be a sustainable business. You will fail. You will fail if that is your mission, flat out. And the next one for your service is the flow of the service. If you have one or two clients in the book, you better make that service amazing. I mean, Ritz-Carlton, Disney World type of service, right? From your greeting your consultation, the service, your recap, the closing, the flow of the service needs to be on point 
every time with every single person. And when you are slow and you only have these guests, you better be wowing them. You better be upgrading their services every single time. You better be hitting that dialogue, retail, referrals, rebook every single time. Why? Because you have time. This is the key to creating a successful business, the flow of the service. You want to wow your clients and make them feel VIP, extra special every single time. And this way too, you can really enhance their not only their service, but you can enhance your service ticket, which then goes back to your tracking to allow you to say that, that you did really good. You know, I remember the days that I was working six days a week or so, um, and I was just killing myself. And I would have at least nine people every day, and my paychecks still were, they were okay. They were just okay. One, I wasn't charging enough. Two, I wasn't having the correct dialogue. Three, I was so overbooked that I just, I didn't even care about the service and the flow of the service. I didn't care about retail referrals or rebooking because I was so busy, I was overwhelmed, I was so going so fast, you know? All I was thinking about is I'm starving, all I, you know, I need to like shove a granola bar in my face and I have to go to the bathroom. What type of a career is that? I mean, one, it is it's not good for yourself, it's not good for your body, and at the other end of it, it's not going to be good for your business. You're going to lose business. People are not going to want to come back to see you if they feel like you've rushed their service. So really taking the time to figure out how is your flow of your service? How do you greet people? Are you shaking hands? Are you hugging? Look, right now, maybe we're not greeting people that particular way, but you definitely can, can um, have when people come in, you can definitely make them feel welcomed. Is everybody saying hello to them? Is, is, um, are you or somebody up front asking them if they'd like a beverage? What kind of beverages are you offering them? Do you have teas and, and wine and sparkling waters or flavored waters? What extra things can you do? Why are you doing the bare minimum? Add extra value to the service and the experience. During the consultation as well, every single guest, it doesn't matter if you've seen her for 10 years, what are you liking about your hair or what are you not liking about your hair? Really getting back to the basics. Get back to the basics. This is going to help you win in the long run. And during the service, you know, that goes back to your techniques. You know, what is our final outcome that she is wanting to have? You know, how can we simplify this but yet make the most impact with this, the actual technique that we're doing. And then the recap. When you're recapping the service, this is a huge important part where we need to go back and we need to ask them, like, how do you feel? Do you have any questions? Can I show you how to style your hair? These are the products that I used on your hair. This is what's going to um, take care of your hair at home and make sure that your color lasts for you and that you're receiving this frizz-free uh, body to your hair, whatever type of products that you're recommending or how you think that they should take care of their hair. This is definitely an area where most people miss. We get done and we're like, oh, do you like it? Okay, here's the mirror. Turn around. Okay, let's go. Walk, walk them up front, check them out and bye. You know, we forget that that recapping is super important. This is the time that we need to make sure that they're coming back. 
and that they feel confident and that um, if they have any questions that they know that they can rely on us as their beauty experts. We need to make sure that we really hit on this recap portion of the flow of the service to make sure that when they leave, they're confident, they're confidently telling their friends about you, maybe even posting things on uh, social media as well, which is key, and making sure that they are coming back and returning. Too often we go from service to um, see you later, pushing them out the door and grabbing our next guest because we're trying to go so fast because we booked too many people that this is definitely a mess. This is where you need to be testing yourself as well of what are you saying, how are you saying it, and is it working for you? Which brings me to my next point of your service, the double booking. You know, is double booking serving you or is it becoming a disservice to your business? How does the guest feel when they are double booked? Now, if you're double booked, this is such a great way that you can make more money. However, does it? If I'm double booking somebody, I probably do not have time to upgrade their service. So that color touch-up may only become that color touch-up as opposed to adding a few highlights around their face and refreshing up their toner and adding a deep conditioning treatment. You know, I could be adding um, $75, $100, $125 extra to a touch-up, but I don't think that I can do that if I'm double booking myself, especially if you're in a salon suite or you do not have an assistant. This is near impossible to do. Somebody is sitting and waiting with the color on their head. They're waiting too long. I think that in this industry, we are moving away from double booking. We are booking longer service appointments and we are charging a premium and creating a premium service. I believe that's where the industry is going now as opposed to squeezing everybody in in a short amount of time. Because people get that sense when you're in a hurry and you're rushing. I mean, as creatives, I mean, come on now. Your station probably looks like a hot mess right now, right? (laughs) So we need to slow down. And I would suggest be really realistic about your double booking. You know, thankfully for us, we have these really great color processors that can speed up our color processing time. So it doesn't really allow much of a gap. That gap now we can use, which is about 22 minutes, we can use that gap to clean up our station, clean up our color bowls, we can, we can rebook their appointment, we can talk to them about referrals and extra products, we can give them a little bit of quiet time so we can go and write their formulas or in notes in our book, take a look and make sure that everything is looking good on our schedule, see what's happening next as well. It buys us just a short amount of time to be really intentional about what we're doing within that time. You know, I think by by giving all your attention to the task without distraction, you can get it done much more quickly with fewer mistakes. Mistakes is what happens when we're in a hurry, right? And believe me, I've made my mistakes when I am in a hurry, especially when I'm double booked, I'm under pressure, my station is a mess, I'm just feeling so overwhelmed, I gotta go to the bathroom, I gotta eat, you know, this is, mistakes will happen. 
your work will be of higher quality if you are slowing down and you are putting one thing in attention, one thing you're, where your focus is, right? Because where your focus goes, your energy goes. Another benefit to being focused is that your creativity will kick in, which means that that technique that you're trying to keep it simple, keep it smart, using less sections, less color, um, less color options to choose from, this is where creativity will kick in and we'll be able to work smarter and not harder. You're going to come up with new ideas that is associated with what you're doing. And if you're constantly switching between this person and that person, you're going to lose your place. You're going to forget what's, going to ha- what's happening and you're going to make stupid mistakes. And, you know, you might come up with a good idea, but then you're so sidetracked uh, by everything that's going on that you're going to forget about what your idea is. So is double booking working for you? Is it serving you? And is it serving your clients? And if it's not, then I would really take a hard look right now and see, is this the right thing that's, that you're doing for your business? And if it's not, we got to change it. You know, another thing with, you know, slowing down to go faster is, you know, for a career, we need to examine it, you know, whether you journal it or you talk about it with one of your mentors, your leaders, or even your team. Think about where you, where your efforts are at. What are you putting your focus on? Really think about your wins, think about your losses, and readjust where you are at and where you're wanting to go. Because you always need to be focusing on that bigger picture of what that mission is, what your dream is, what your goal is for your career. If you are slow, this is the time to reevaluate and readjust and position yourself correctly. You know, your career is not everything. You also have a life, and I hope that you have a life. And I'm so, I'm so, um, I love to have and create balance between your life and to, to your career because I truly believe that you need to create the life that you want and your career should support that life. You know, think about who are you spending quality time with, you know? Slow things down a little bit. What activities bring you joy? Can you spend more time doing those? Is it going to the gym? Is it dancing? Is it wine tasting, painting? Whatever those activities are that bring you joy, make sure that you are spending time doing those things. Because if you're constantly just focused on your career and on your business, then you're going to possibly miss out on your life as well. You know, think about some free activities that make you feel good. You know, is it taking a bath? Is it reading? Is it taking a walk? Maybe it's going to church or meditating. Maybe writing makes you feel better. Maybe singing. Whatever those activities are that make you feel good and put you in a better place and space in your mind, do those. Make that an important part of your life. Put more effort in those areas. You know, think about the areas that you want and wish that you could spend more time or have more time to do or to spend more time with certain people and just do it. You know, I I truly believe that education and, you know, self-growth is is key to happiness, is the key to growth. We always need to be growing in our career and growing in our personal lives. You know, this is a great time to be studying more, learning it, trying it out, testing it out. 
And I do believe that you need to teach it and you need to share it. And this way that it really becomes second nature to you. It becomes more of that habit. It becomes your lifestyle. So let's wrap this up. Let, let me just break down what my point is of this, this slowing down. You know, we have to slow down to set our path straight. We need to lift up our head and we need to get out of this tunnel vision. Refocus on what is important. Refocus on that guess, that one guess that you have today. Think about how you can elevate your business and your career and the service experience for your guest. Be in the moment. Don't look around comparing yourself to others, but focus where you are and the lessons, lessons that are present with a clear focus on where you want your career and your life to go. If you're not 100% satisfied with your career and what your life is like today, then this is your indication that you need to make change. Whether that's going to the gym, whether that's changing your dialogue, whether you decide that double booking is just not for you. You are in control. You have the ability to create the business and the life you love. You know, we speak about hustle so much, but hustle, I believe, is where we need to work smart. Strategies on how to build our book, have education in place, processes in place, networking or collaboration event, events on the calendar. Hustling during the slow times is creating those opportunities and reevaluating where you need to readjust and realign your focus. If success requires making good decisions and slowing down helps you make better decisions, then consider how can you invest more time and slowing down. So that is my message for you guys today. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please leave a review, make sure to subscribe. And I'd love to visit you also on Instagram. You can find me at Jennifer Jade Alvarez. And I'd love to know what type of topics that you would be interested in hearing from. I created this podcast with you in my mind. I really want you to have that business that you love. And I want to see you be super successful because I know that you are fully capable of being successful. So thank you guys so much for joining, joining and we'll see you next time. Hey friends, thanks for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to subscribe. And if you love this podcast, I would so appreciate to get a review from you. And there's more ways that we can connect as well. Send me a voice message and tell me where you're at in your business and how I can help you through this podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this. And until next time, you can be the game changer.